0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour.
1: Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Oh, you're so sweet. Good evening, Angie. Good
0: evening. See, it's the romance oozing already from... (laughs) our cute frenchie over here um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we are all about love and dating and romance and then you know simon you are all about the romance i try to keep it very real sometimes i can be a little too real but uh hey
1: never too real angie taylor never, never? too real never okay, i love good. i love how real you are it's part of your charm angie
0: Oh, thank you very much. Well, we're going to take calls tonight. We're going to take some email questions as well. If you ever want to email the show, if you have a question on dating and relationships, love, you got something going on and you need some answers, we'll try to help you out, simonandangie.com. You can email the show anytime. Uh And also, we're going to take some calls. I want to get right into it with our listeners today. Simon, 855-905-8255. What is going on in your love life? Simon, what's going on your love life. Anything new to report today?
1: <laughs> nothing new to report on the love side. No, nothing new. What about, well, in your case, it's romance every day because Jason oh, is yeah. a romantic I, you know, man. Hey, I saw you... on, a, on a tweet, I believe, there is a picture of you and Jason. Yes. And uh, on our first date. It, yes. And I, I, th- I think it's on our webpage. Or, it is. It yes. is on
0: Simon and Angie. uh uh-huh. Check
1: out, how, first of all, how good you guys look together Aww. and how beautiful you are both of you and the way he looks at you now there is if you look good where is his hand angie
0: his hand uh there's one <laughs> hand <laughs> okay because um, i ew, said you know on your Simon, leg on your details, details. Yeah. of course you noticed that i'm like oh how cute look at how we're looking at each other we were so in love on day one yes but, you were
1: but yeah. look at the picture go to the web page
0: I'll have to go back and look at that. I didn't even notice. And where
1: is Jason's hand?
0: Where in the world is a hand? I don't remember. Ooh
1: la la. Uh,
0: You know what? That sounds like a good time to uh, talk to a caller. We're going to do that next as I weasel (laughs) out of this conversation. Let's get to the phones when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls about love, dating, romance, whatever questions or comments you have at eight five five nine oh five eight two five five. Simon Marcel, let's go to the phones.
1: Yes, Angie Taylor.
0: Uh listening in Elmhurst, Illinois on ninety three point nine. My FM. Here's Sienna. Hi Sienna. Hey,
1: Bonjour. how are you? Bonjour,
0: How's it- Sienna. How's it going, Sienna? It's good. Um,
2: I'm just having um a I'm having a little anxiety about my relationship right now.
0: Okay. Okay. Spill it.
2: Um, my boyfriend and I have been dating for about two years, but the whole time it's been long distance. And at first, we talked almost every day about him moving here, and he was really excited. But now, he's really moving up at work, and he's busier there, and um, he, we haven't been talking about that. And it worries me because you know, I really want a future with him and we can't do long distance forever.
0: How long distance are you talking? I I see that you're in the Chicago suburbs. Where does he live? He's in New York. Okay. And so you're doing a lot of the flying back and forth. How often do you see each other? So
2: we try to see each other every, well, in the beginning it was every month. Now it's like every other month, sometimes a little longer.
0: That's a long time. Is it because of money or because of busy? Is it, what's the reason for it being so long
2: um he's more busy than anything else um and at first i was a Mm -hmm. little more busy and he was very flexible but now that it's the other way around it's so uncomfortable
1: sienna and the way it's going you know it's drying out the passion the romance if you take so much time in between but why do you think you have not talked about it with him why, why the unspoken why the silence why you feel uncomfortable talking about it with him?
2: Well because he used to always bring it up and we were both very excited but now mm-hmm. he's more he's the conversation is more about his job and all these really great things happening and I don't know it's I think he was he he was so ready to make a life-changing move before but now he's gotten more comfortable with his life and I don't know how big of a role I have in it.
0: Okay, so can I ask, um, as far as your job goes, since he's on the up and up career wise, do you have the type of job that you can be a little mobile? Are you able to move and do what you do from New York?
2: I could, but he knows i'm I'm really close with my family, and I hate and I don't really like New York all that much. Maybe if it was a different city, you know that you could actually like have a family.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> maybe, but new york it, it's we both agree it's not the place to raise a family. So,
1: well, I understand that. Plus, it's very, very expensive, uh, Manhattan itself. It is. Sienna, I think you should really talk to him soon about it, because maybe it's time to reignite the flame, and it's for him. I would like him to come see you, actually, uh, as a guy and make the effort that uh, like he did at the beginning. Or if he wants to end the relationship, which sadly is also his right, I want him to tell you and I don't want you to be dragged over and over by a hope. So either it's a reality and you guys figure it out, or maybe it's time to take distance, it's time to stop for a while, or maybe it's time to stop you know, permanently. But you got to have a talk with them. I would do it tomorrow or the next day when, as soon as you're ready, even if you fear the answer. Right, Angie, what do you recommend to Sienna? I mean, I think they should talk.
0: No, you definitely have to talk. Do you guys have any plans to see each other in person anytime soon? Next month. Next month, that's a long time to sort of be stuck in limbo a little bit. I mean... You, Simon is right. You do have to just be honest and say something along the lines of, you know, hey, I'm really happy that your career is taking off. I'm, I am want to support you with everything. But, you know, I want to know where we are because we're in this place where we're so far away. We're not seeing each other very much anymore. Do you f- still feel the same? And it's a hard conversation to have. But Simon's yeah. right. You can't like spin your wheels and wonder. You have to ask.
1: You have to ask. And you got to tell him what you told us. You're not happy with the way it's going anymore. You feel left on the side that it's all about his job. And then give him the option uh, before you guys see each other to really think it over. Does he yeah. want to stay with you and make a family or does he want out? Yeah. You deserve the truth. Okay.
0: I know it's it's a hard conversation to have. Do you guys Facetime ever, like where you can see his face? And sometimes sometimes it's okay. Good. So I would do since you're not going to see each other for a month. I would say the sooner the better. Get on the Facetime so you can read the expressions and read the room on that. And we wish you the best of luck, honey. But you got to have that conversation, okay?
1: Yes. Fingers crossed. All right. Yes.
0: We're rooting for you. Thank you. All right. Call us anytime. Thanks for calling tonight. The rendezvous. More with Simon and Angie when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a caller on uh, named Sienna Simon who was saying yes. uh, a long-distance relationship. She's in Chicago. He's in New York. He's starting to flake on the whole moving thing. They were hot and heavy for a minute, but now it's not happening. They can be hard. I know you've been in a long-distance relationship.
1: I've been in, in many. Uh, and I've been in one last time, you know, with this, this wonderful French woman. Uh, Agatha, four years ago, three years ago, and of course we had the Atlantic against us. The Atlantic is a big I was gonna wall say, of water between Paris and I was in Texas at the time, and wow. the back and forth doesn't work. I mean, I've learned one thing. Not on that thing. level. Now it's, it's one thing if you're far. a couple of
0: hours in the plane, but it's another thing if you're international long distance. Yes.
1: So so and 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 for all the reasons it didn't work out what i've found to be very important is communication yes. in the long distance mm-hmm. communicating and trust right agatha didn't trust me she didn't trust anybody she didn't trust a boyfriend before me and so that was also an issue but you and on the other end you you've started with you, today's husband jason yeah, long my distance. Husband. Uh-huh. Tell us, tell we, us, tell us that story.
0: We did start long distance. I will tell that story uh, when we come back. I wanted to ask you: the breakdown with you was you said communication and trust. How long did that last? That
1: relationship? Eighteen months.
0: That's a long time. Well, for it, international travel and and all of that.
1: Yes, absolutely. But we did everything we could. And you then, tried. Yeah, I tried everything I could. I think she tried to, she had a daughter, at the time was 12, it was complicated.
0: You had a lot of things working against you, you really did. So now we're good
1: friends, but it was very difficult. I mean, I will not do again, Date across the Atlantic. No, uh, no, no, no. Across but the ocean know, is very hard. Sometimes you fall in love, and yeah, th- that's what that's happened right. to me back then.
0: That's right. I'll tell my story. Yes, uh, about because
1: your success. Long distance
0: success, but there were a lot of different variables than what you had. You had a lot up against you. So when we come yep. back, more long distance dating and relationships does it work? Did it work for you? Next on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about long-distance dating relationships that started from a caller earlier. Simon, you told us a story about uh, the woman you dated in Paris and you were in Texas. That's a long, long, long distance.
1: (laughs) You know it. That's almost a 10-hour flight and and, and seven hours. So the lesson learned is unless you guys can get married soon or something's going to happen when it's across the world, I mean, think twice before you let your heart go. But I did, and I don't regret it. What about you? You have a great story to tell because it worked in your case.
0: I live in Chicago, and uh, my now husband was in L.A. And we've known each other for a long time, but we started on the phone. Um, after we found out that we were both single and mm-hmm. for about a month before we ever even saw each other on a date, mm-hmm. we were on the phone every day, all night, every day. I was already, I think, in love with him by our first date. So, um, <laughs> I love that. yeah, I, I do because I just, I fell in love with his personality and like the conversations that we had. I already knew that I felt something for him. So then, um, we had our first date in Vegas. We went on a double date trip uh, yes. With uh, friends, mutual friends, just in case it, the chemistry wasn't there. <laughs> Smart uh, move, Angie. Yes, the chemistry was there. Uh, the first night, it was amazing. Um, he told me on the first night Ooh, he was going to marry lull. me.
1: Yes. What? Come and on. Naturally?
0: Yes. He said the first night, you know I'm going to marry you, right? And I said, I know. I would have run. Oh, you for said the, I know. Oh, okay. I said, I know because I felt it too. I would have run for the hills if it would have been anybody else saying that. But we only had to long distance date for about six months. I don't know that I would have been able to sustain much longer because I missed him all the time. And we were seeing each other every other weekend, flying back and forth. It was getting way too expensive. It was getting way too emotionally draining, but it all worked out and he's in Chicago and we've been married for almost seven years. So all good. Wonderful. So it it
1: can work. That's why I love your story. It can work. But like you
0: said, lots of communication and total honesty and trust are so imperative. In that yes,
1: situation. No so much.
0: All right. Simon, when we come back, um people wanting some email advice from you. So, oh okay. Yeah, we're gonna take an email that came into Simonandangie.com with bonjour Simon Marcel Bonjour,
1: next. bonjour.
0: That's coming up on the rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, relationships, advice, all of that. Our website Mm -hmm. is simonandangie.com. You can send us an email anytime for advice or a comment. I know sometimes it's hard to call and be on the radio when you're talking about something so personal. Um, And Simon, since since you are from France and you're all about the (laughs) romance... Yes. Uh, You get specific emails for you asking for advice. So let's read one of those. Bonjour, Simon Marcel from Serafina. She's listening on Y102.5 in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Serafina. What a beautiful name. It's a beautiful name. I love that. Me too. Serafina.
0: Serafina. I've been dating a guy for the past three weeks, and I have no idea if he's dating anyone else or sleeping with anyone else besides me. I mm-hmm. want to ask him for a number of reasons, but I know it'll probably freak him out. Is there a way to ask a guy if he's seeing anyone else without being too forward? What do you say to that, Simon? Can she ask him yet or is that not the right time?
1: Serafina, you can absolutely ask him, but at the right time. right? So you What have, is the
0: right time? So I'm yeah, going to the- give
1: you the right time. The right time is always after a meal. So the man is not grumpy because a man on an empty stomach is not a man who <laughs> likes to discuss those matters well, so you got to feed the beast you got to make sure i would say even after the ulala after everything and when he's the most relaxed you ask him that question that you asking me are you seeing other people? You deserve to know. And I think if he likes you, I think he does. He will tell you the truth because I think every woman in the world, and that's very French of me because that's where we are back home, needs to know as soon as possible if there is an option to be exclusive or not. And If they want
0: exclusivity, yes, Yes, if they want
1: exclusivity, women must ask us questions.
0: Yeah, but it it sounds like she does.
1: Serafina writes this email to us for that. So Serafina, you know, remember not an empty stomach after la after a good nap and all that Simon. feed the beast and when the beast is all relaxed and doesn't see it coming the beast you hit it with the question and it's gonna be fine and if I, he can not handle it then too bad for him
0: I think that instead of after the ulala I think she should ask right before the la but then the answer might be wants
1: something but then it might be biased Angie because he wants the ulala, and right. so I want him to be not thinking about ulala if they're going to be exclusive. It has to be way more than that. So if we do it and after the afterglow,
0: the afterglow, yeah, he's when, feeling a certain way. Because
1: I want him to be honest. I don't want his chemi- his chemicals. To, oh, I want ulala and this and that. So much passion. I'll say whatever like she wants just yes. to make her happy,
0: so I can get this done. Type thing.
1: Because I've I've done it myself that mistake. So I'm guilty as charged of this when I was in my twenties. But
0: how are we supposed to hold anything over your head? if you guys are uh, not willing to say it before the ooh-la-la, and then you try to say, well, I was just caught up in the moment. It's like, oh, you're a liar. Now I don't have any ammunition ammunition against you.
1: No, well, the, because <laughs> that's why that's why the best things to do, those things are off the passion, after a meal, or at a coffee, walking in the street, okay. because I would like the dude, to be honest... Right and, I, and and us, man, after the ooh we are at our most honest moment. That's well, she, where we say it like it is.
0: She clearly wants to have that define the relationship yes. conversation. DTR. And, but you have to kind of read the room on that. You'll know. Don't you feel like you know if somebody is sort of leaning that way as well? Can't you kind of read the energy in a relationship when you're starting uh- out?
1: Absolutely. Well, and if you can't take a bit more time, but do it. uh, And I love the honesty because if it's on your mind, that's what matters. The truth is more important. Yes. And if you're ready to say it, say it. You're going to say something profound.
0: The truth is more important.
1: Oh, yeah. I was going to say the truth is more important than the fear of the answer. There you go. Yeah. The truth is more important than the fear of the answer. If people say the truth will set you free Love that. that's the consequences of that right yeah. so when you because ready, if, because you're if ready... you
0: don't ask you're going to sit here wondering you're gonna keep you know uh, wallowing in this place so the truth is more important because the... your fear while you're sitting back for weeks and weeks and weeks until you get an answer is not worth it
1: absolutely so and and really the right time in the next couple of days and then let's see what happens. Fingers crossed, Serafina, that, you know, yes. he wants to be exclusive and, and, and move on with you in the right direction. But at exactly. least you'll get to know for sure.
0: Yeah, know, knowing is, is awesome and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for writing in at yeah. simonandangie.com. For Thank, Simon. you, Seraphina. Thank you,
1: Serafina. Thank you very much. More bonne chance. Of,
0: bonne chance, yes. Good luck. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had an email for you Simon from Serafina about yeah. the define the relationship chat.
1: That made me think of you and Angie, you know, Serafina asked us when to ask, you know, and the DTR and we advised her to do it soon. What about you and Jason? I want to know how you you got that talk and how, when and how did you do it this DTR with your now husband? Well,
0: like I was telling you earlier that uh, you know, we had this long distance relationship and yeah. a lot of you I know, mean, our whole relationship for the first month was on the phone before we ever even had our first date. And there was a couple weeks into our very deep four or five hour conversations for two weeks where uh-huh. I was already starting to feel very, very connected. And uh, I I probably would have at that point been very upset if I heard he was dating anyone else. So I just said to him, listen, um, I don't know if you're dating anyone else, but I'm planting a flag I'm planting my flag right now, and you're not allowed to. Oh, so and Plus, like he that? was going, yes, because he was going to, uh, I remember specifically the week before we met up, he was going to a bachelor party in Vegas for the weekend, and I had to make oh. sure I planted my flag before he got around the pool <laughs> and the bikinis and all the other girls. I'm like, listen, I don't know what you're thinking about doing, but I'm really into you, so I'm going to plant a flag. And he's like, oh, you're planting a flag? Okay. <laughs> And he was down for it, but um, I, I good for you. Yeah, but we'd had so many deep, long conversations, and we were both. I could tell he was on the same page. I wouldn't have said that unless I felt it was going to be
1: reciprocated. Have you ever had a guy say that to you and it didn't go well? Have you? Do you have a story way back when when a guy tried to plant that flag on you? Yes, yes. I want to hear a story, too, when that goes on you and what happened.
0: You're going into a really interesting place because I want to hear the same about you because I know a lot of times um, people are not reading the signals the right way, and they're oh, yeah. they're in a different place than you are in the relationship. Like, it's very imbalanced. So and true. so let's talk about that. The, uh yeah. Somebody's at 100, and you're only at 20 part of the relationship. <laughs> we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. What do you do in a relationship when somebody is either way ahead of you, way down this path of seriousness, and you're not there yet, or vice versa? Uh, because we were talking about the define the relationship comment. And sometimes people come to you and say, okay, I'm ready for love and marriage and kids and let's go. And you're like, whoa, 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 this is only our third date, homie. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what's happening? Easy, easy.
1: Exactly. So I wanted to ask you because... You have this extraordinary story with Jason. You plant mm-hmm. the flag, as I you said. I said, plant my flag, yes. Right then, and, and it was all good. How about guys who sort have of plant their flag on you and make you exclusive right away? If that ever happened and uh, way too yes. soon? Yes.
0: I had a guy that I dated uh, back in my hometown for like a year, but I always knew in the back of my mind that that wasn't the person I was gonna end up with. Um, We were both just kind of hanging out, it was a convenient relationship, but I knew he had stronger feelings for me. Uh And so I was kind of always looking for an exit just in case. And so (laughs) one day he said to me, hey, I got this big tax return, I can either buy a new car or buy you a ring. What do you think I should do? And I said, oh, uh, I heard there's a President's Day sale going on at Toyota down the street. You should probably check that
1: out. And what happened after that? Did he like the joke? Or he no, th- he did
0: not like that joke. And it was very much over after that because he was in a different place than me. And I respect him for that. I yes. just wasn't there. And I just, I always knew. And it wasn't fair to keep going in that relationship.
1: No, so true. The truth. We need to know the truth. So right. it's okay. Like you were not ready. In the other cases, Jason, everybody was ready. It's wonderful. But yeah. I love the fact that we talk about it. You know, the French goes with a different rules. So that's yeah, a totally know- different world.
0: I want to know about, you You are French, you are the French romantic on this show, so I want to know where you guys go, and I also want to know where our listeners are when there's an imbalance in the relationship, how do you deal with that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially if you're the one that's a little bit more into it, and you can tell, you can always tell if your feelings are stronger than someone else's, and it's a very uncomfortable feeling. So let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. The topic has turned to imbalance in relationships when somebody likes someone more than the other and you know if you're the one that likes someone more than the other person and it's not a good feeling like unrequited no. love, non-reciprocated feelings. Simon, um you're the French romantic. You are from France. <laughs> and uh you know you guys do it different a little bit in in France.
1: <laughs> not just the a little bit, a hundred percent different. So here it goes: if you date a French man or a French woman, the rule is that the first French kiss sets the beginning of the exclusivity. We don't talk about it; it's a known thing. It's we just an
0: unspoken and and you. It's the rule of the land. Don't you don't date other people then once you French we, kiss you, somebody.
1: You French kiss one percent at a time. You're not allowed to French kiss or go any further with, you know, once you've started this. It's just on, and Boring. when I came to the states, I was no. <laughs> totally surprised. By, yeah, by Kidding. the rule of the land here that, you, that could... you have
0: to have this talk, this very serious yeah. talk. It's, I was it's I was really upset
1: at the beginning. at The women I dated who just you know just
0: they, like they probably were thinking, oh, I didn't know we were in a relationship. Like, and yeah, you're like, what's what do you wrong mean? with you? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: We kissed passionately. And so they're like, so I so? kissed
0: somebody passionately last night in the back of my Ford Escort. Big and... deal.
1: <laughs> but, uh, I know I thought my kids know. were special so yeah.
0: But let's go to our phones See what our listeners have to say We have somebody on the line right now Simon, let's chat mm-hmm. with uh, Meredith Listening in Northdale, Florida On Mix 100.7 Hey Meredith
1: Hey Meredith
0: Hey, hey guys, how are you?
1: Good, Good. bonjour you
0: Question for the rendezvous? Yes, so I've been dating my boyfriend
2: now
3: For over four years and we've lived together over two years. And we just got our dog about a year ago. So we've kind of taken all these steps. And I'm just waiting for the next step, which would be a proposal. And it's, you know, coming up on our fifth anniversary. And I just, I don't know after this. I don't know if I don't get a proposal. I, I'm just not sure if I can stay in it anymore because, you know, he knows me by now. Yeah. He Meredith, thinks-
0: y- you said the magic word. You said, I'm waiting Waiting for this proposal so have you guys talked about a timeline have you talked about marriage because I know when you know my husband and I for instance when we started thinking we wanted to make that next step there was a lot of conversations about it Um, I mean this the proposal was a surprise but we still knew where each other was in that timeline have you guys had those conversations
2: we have
3: Briefly. I mean, we haven't like gone into a full in depth conversation, but we've made comments to each other like oh um, you know, like briefly, like what does he say when you talk about it? Um, well there was one time where we were talking about my friend that was in a wedding and we've been to so many weddings and they're just so played out and we talked about how when we get married it's gonna be small and more about us than about the whole big show. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. So like made comments like
0: that. So he's daydreaming along with you a little bit, but I I'm yeah. a little Simon and tell me if I'm wrong, I'm a little nervous about the fact that he's willing to play house for this many years and have the dog and be together for years and years and sort of talk about the future but never make any steps. What do you think is going on?
1: Meredith, I think that the best to do now is have a conversation, not beat around the bush. Uh, like an ugly keep...
0: conversation. Oh, no. I don't a like serious. The, or, <laughs> a serious.
1: A serious conversation, Meredith, about, you know, where are you guys going, what you want in life. And don't be afraid of the truth. Again, just say it in a way like you know we've lived together for so long, we got the dog together. But are we gonna you know get married one day? Is that what you want? Because remember, you gotta give the dude the option to say yes or no, not because. yes, Yes. do do
0: we want to talk about a timeline? Because it's been five years,
1: right? Yes. And if he says, and also maybe children or no children, and all Mm -hmm. those questions are healthy questions. No one should be afraid to ask healthy questions when it comes to your relationship. There is no unhealthy question to ask when it comes to the truth, right? So, Meredith, I get what you're saying. I agree with Angie. I think it's time. It's been a long time. You need to know where where he stands, and he needs to tell you the truth now. Mm Mm-hmm soon i'm just
3: worried if he says oh yes like we're yeah i see I'm, we're gonna get married i don't want to be like okay well it needs to be. i don't want to do one of those women like well we need to get married within a year okay because i don't i don't want to force him yeah no, i don't want him to you know marry me because i want him to, in, to right propose. the I ultimatum do the,
0: you don't want to give him an ultimatum i understand that and that's smart but yeah. can you hold on with us for one more second because i want to come back and talk to you again we have to yeah. take a quick break sure yeah okay stay on the line Simon and I, we're going to talk about that question when we return on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we still have Meredith on the line who is saying, you know, I'm almost going into five years now with my boyfriend. And Mm -hmm. you're a little afraid, Meredith, to bring up the marriage talk again because you feel like it's going to sound like an ultimatum. Is that uh, about right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Simon, I know ultimatums are tricky. However, you know, it's kind of come up here and there, but it's like, yes, we're going to get married one day, but there's no, like, defined time of reference. It doesn't have to be an exact date, but can you tell me if it's going to happen soon or never?
1: Yeah, I think it's a valid question. And Meredith, I'll tell you a quick story. My sister was Olivier, then husband, for all the seven or eight years. She had enough. And one day, she said, you got five days to decide. After seven years, out of the blue, she said, I've had enough waiting for the maybe or we're going to get married. Give him five days. On day three, you know, he proposed and then they got married and stayed married for 20 years. So, and she said to me, my sister, us women must not be afraid after so many years to just ask the question. If we don't go this way, women have to be strong. You know, that's because us men can wait forever. Be honest. We don't have the same biological clock. we love yeah. the way it is. We don't like to change anything. Yeah. We men have a different agenda, so right. they need to push the agenda.
0: Yeah, and honestly, Meredith, if you want kids, you know, he's gotta understand that we're not You know, meant to have kids until we're eighty. You know, if this is what you want, instead of saying, "When do you think it's gonna happen?" Just say, "Hey, this is what I want. I want to be married. I want to have children. If you don't want this soon, then I'm gonna have to walk, and you also have to be comfortable with the notion that he might call your bluff and say, "Okay, bye, go," and you have to be okay
1: with that.
3: That's the scary part, but. But I, yeah, I need to wrap my head around that, and yeah. you're right. I need to be prepared for that for sure. If I'm be prepared, it. Uh,
1: be don't prepared. do it until you're prepared. By the way, yes, do not do it until you can back it up, or yes. you've lost everything.
0: Exactly, okay. because he won't, he won't buy anything that you say after that. Agreed. Okay, and yep. we're rooting for you, Meredith.
3: Okay, thank you
0: very much. Right you're on. Welcome. Good luck, girl.
1: Tough talk, All tough right. talk. It yeah.
0: is, it is a tough talk to have. Let's talk more about ultimatum, Simon. Okay, yes. when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Uh, Simon, I'm so nervous for our last caller that we had, Meredith. Who, Meredith. Yeah. yeah, she's been in this five year almost relationship. She wants to have a very serious where, what are we doing? Talk, and I have to say, you know, the ultimatums I don't like. I don't like giving somebody else the power of when is it going to happen? When is it going? I like her saying this is what I want and letting him decide what he's going to do because you have to back that up. But I think the reason a lot of times us women are scared to ask those questions is because we really are afraid of the answer. We're really afraid. We know in our heart of hearts it might not go the way we want it to. And we're not prepared to deal with the consequences of that.
1: So – I agree with what you're saying, but I like the idea that ultimatum is giving a choice to somebody based on, like you said, what you want. But you've got to be more specific. Like, I'm a guy. I think, and I would not take it bad if in my life a woman would say, you know, I'd say, I'm together, we live together. She says, Simon, another year, that's it. I would not take it bad. would I wouldn't. think giving, no, giving timing is great. Now, what if a time? woman
0: said, another year to you, Simon, and you knew in the back of your mind, uh... I don't know, another year. Would you tell her straight up or would you be yeah. like, Whoo, I got a credit for another year. I get to ride this out for another year. We'll see what happens.
1: No, 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 no. I, I if I don't feel it, I sit. So I would be very comfortable, even if it's tough conversations, to said listen, I'm not gonna feel, you know, ready for you. I love what we have. I'm not in love with you. I, I just now, but I'm almost 50. So I have this right. the maturity I didn't have in my 30s.
0: Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people but, would ride that out as a, uh, you know, like a free, you're on layaway for another
1: year. But 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 I, I want to inspire women, especially the younger women to ask for what they want and not ask. be afraid yes! of their answer. Ask for what you want. Don't be afraid of the answer, please.
0: Ask for what you want.
1: It's this your life, your relationship. You right. have all the rights to ask what you want. He has all the right to say no by the way. Let's always exactly. remember that. Yes. Simon,
0: well said. Angie. Okay. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to play Date or, or dump. dump next on the Rendezvous. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can email us anytime at simonandangie.com. That's also our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Simon yes. Marcel,
1: bonjour. Angie alors bonsoir.
0: Bonsoir. Of course, French, romance, Simon is here because we talk about romance and dating and love and relationships. And sometimes you're, you know, dating somebody. Something weird happens. You don't know if you should even go on another date. So Uh that brings us to this email for date or Or dump. We'll tell you whether or not you should stay with this person. Simon, this email comes to us from Noelle, listening in Hudson, Ohio, on Mm -hmm. Akron's 98.1 KDD. She says, Mm -hmm. Simon and Angie... I need your help. This guy I've been talking to is so lame on social media. He posts weird selfies, and he tries to be funny with his posts, but it's just not. It's kind of a turnoff. He's a great guy in person, though. What do you think? Should I date or dump him? Simon, he's weird on social, normal in person.
1: (laughs) I mean, I, I always, you know, it's just the other side. We all have two sides, right? So... I feel that the fact he's not normal on social is not a good sign at all. It's the hidden, it's the, the shadow sides, right? So it's like the, the mask and the two faces. I don't like to say dumb, but Angie, I, I'm inclining that if what he posts on social media is weird or you feel like creepy, that's the word that I always... Once you reach a level of, you can say he's being creepy on social media, never date the guy. But I don't know if that's the case, Angie. What do you think?
0: uh, Well, I feel like sometimes social media, when you're posting things on social, I mean— When she When I was reading this All I think about Are the people That I feel like I know really well In person Uh, Like the people I work with every day That I talk to every day And then I'll go on Facebook And be like Oh you feel like that? Like I didn't know You were a racist Or a misogynist Or a this or that You think you know someone And then sometimes I feel like people Feel emboldened On social media Because They have a platform To to talk Without any judgment Because you're not seeing anybody face to face there's no interaction right away exactly and so I feel like sometimes we get more of a real scope of somebody's personality from social because when you're in front of someone you're always going to put on airs maybe you're going to try to read the room and see how you should behave but you're not getting these social cues on social media you're just being you
1: exactly so because on social media he's talking to them which is many people on face to-face he's talking to you alone right. so the the feeling is in your intuition if your intuition said that's creepy that's scary that's uh, obnoxious or uh, too vulgar I would not date a guy or a woman if, if you're a guy was a woman it's just the same social media reveals a lot uh, mm-hmm. and exactly what you said and she's so I'm afraid I'm going to have to say dump on this one. Well,
0: Simon, the one thing that really struck me in her email was she said it's such a turnoff. Like, she's already turned off. I don't know how you turn back on once you're turned off to that degree and you're writing a, you know, well, you a, a radio show. And, like, she's turned off already. Like, how are we supposed to bring it back for her? So I... I I know what you're going to say, Simon, but Noel, I definitely say dump because I think he's showing you who he really is. Simon, what is your conclusion?
1: I said dump also and lesson learned. Always check social media, the posts, the things, even the comments you write about. Sometimes it's, it could be racism. Sometimes it's. Uh, a hateful towards animals. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's the other side, you know, that we do. So I I, I agree with you, Angie.
0: We both say dump. Dump. Noel. Oh. Au revoir.
1: Au revoir.
0: Au revoir. To we, that man. Yes. And we wish you the best of luck on the next dude. Keep checking his social media, though. Uh,
1: whoever he uh, Always. always, <laughs> always abso- no, absolutely. Absolutely, no, Angie.
0: No, I agree. All right. Thank you for writing in, Noel. If you want to send us an email anytime, simonandangie.com. More of The Rendezvous when we come back. Thank you for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Please check out our website, simonandangie.com, if you missed any of the show tonight. We talked about long-distance relationships. That could be Mm -hmm. very tricky. Also, uh, ultimatums. Is it a good thing to issue an ultimatum? And exclusivity and the define the relationship conversation, the DTR. Simon, you had your Simon Says for that.
1: Thanks, Angie. Yes, I said the truth is more important than the fear of the answer.
0: Yes.
1: Meaning when you don't know if he's going to want to marry you, if he's going to have children or whatever, and you're so afraid he may say, no, you know, I'm not ready. And you're waiting and waiting and waiting. You'd not hurt, you're not helping yourself. You're hurting your own self. So don't be afraid of the answer. Just ask the question. You deserve the truth.
0: Totally, a thousand percent. How agonizing is it to sit and toss around all these scenarios in your head when you don't even have an answer one way or another. It's not worth it. I agree with you, Simon. Great. Well, listen, you can uh, email us anytime. Um, A lot of the topics tonight came from email. We also have a phone number, 855-905-8255. Check out Simon on the FYI channel as well. In bed with Simon.
1: Yes, thanks, Angie. There's, There's a great episode called What's Worse. There was... Uh, recently posted on simonenergy.com dot com. What's worse, between bad breath and stinky feet? What's worse? Oh. so there is some crazy questions there.
0: Would you there. rather? I did like that.
1: Rather? I did that on In Bed with Simon. Check it out. It's all on the SimonEnergy. dot com and enjoy. It's I had fun, you know, with the people. You're, I hope you have fun watching it.
0: Oh, I love that. Great. Thank you so much, Simon and Angie, also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We can't wait to have more ooh-la-la with you tomorrow night. Thanks for listening.
1: Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit.
0: The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.